Hey, uh, podcast listener. It's a Christmas edition of Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Tyler Carr is off. I am off. Jasmine Lane is in studio, so it'll be a combination of some best of stuff and some new information and some new music news you can use. We hope you enjoy. This show is being broadcast on Treaty 1 territory, the traditional territory of Anishinaabe, Cree, OG Cree, Dakota, and Dene peoples, and on the homeland of the Métis Nation. Energy 106 presents the Wheeler in the Morning podcast with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. You okay? No. No. What's going on? You can talk. Talk to us. We're here for you. I, I, I want to talk to that, you know, those people that, that look at like, you know, the National Typewriter building on Portage Avenue and say, we need to keep that building mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. It's, it's got a lot of special memories and yeah. it should be part of, you know, historic Winnipeg. Yeah. <sighs> the old Gildon Place Theater mm. is no more. Yeah. It is closed. You know what I love about that theater? Go on. How old school it was. I mean, yeah. you'd, you'd, wa- yeah. you'd walk in kind of like, like, like the back, uh, the back entrance of, of KP Mall and, the old moniker where they still had to use the letters like they do on yeah. the moniker at, at, at a fast food restaurant. Mm-hmm. They would slide those in for whatever movies. There was a box office right there. Mm-hmm. Like old school where you'd walk up and there'd be something there like, <laughs> I miss that. Yeah. And you walk up the stairs and you got the concession over on your left. And then the, this hallway of these neon old school 70s, 80s is just like you walk down. And you're like, I don't think there's a theater beyond those doors. Like every time I went in, I'm like, are you sure there's a theater back there? Yeah. And then you walk in, you're like, oh, man, there's yeah, there a theater is. back here. Yeah. It, uh, okay. So famous players in Kildonan Place officially closed as of yesterday. Um, and obviously it's anticipation of the new theater that should be open soon. But this, uh, famous players that closed down, it actually opened back on November 17th of 1989. Wow. And it was actually one of the last, one of the last like colorful famous players, like designs mm-hmm. that they did from the late, uh, 1980s to early 1990s. And yeah, it was, it was truly like one of the last ones that they had actually made so you know it closing down it, it had its time and its place but uh yeah a lot of memories in there i a had lot my of first kiss in that theater come on sure did while watching cloudy with a chance of meatballs almost Woo. got kicked out the dad in front of us was quite upset <laughs> There's a leak in my boat. Yeah. I got kicked out of a theater there once because I wanted to see a movie that was 16 plus and my girlfriend, Randa, whose birthday is in December, was only 15. And when they asked her what her birthday was, she got confused and said the wrong year. And they said, if you guys come back in here, we're going to kick you out. And we went back in there. And sure enough, at the beginning of the movie, we got kicked out. Hmm. Yeah. I have some fun. I, that was the theater that I took my kids to to see a lot of um well, kids' movies, mm-hmm. and so I, I I have fond memories of like Ch- Cloudy the Chance of Meatballs, the Lego Movie, movies like that. I, I the adult movies, I kind of did more of the VIP thing, but uh, yeah, I got a lot of fond memories. I, I like it because it had a little dirt under its fingernails. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, you know what I mean. Like if those walls could talk, it had stories. Oh yeah, oh, oh, you know we would even just go like in Transcona. It's just so easy to jump in there to go get popcorn and stuff, and just going in there, you felt the nostalgia. You oh, yeah. felt sure. everything there. Those little fun, funky it's, flooring. Honestly, it's it's crazy because you think about it, it's been open. How okay? I can't do math, but nineteen eighty nine to twenty twenty two. How many years is that, Dave? Twenty 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 three years. Okay, that's yeah, that's pretty much you know like that's thirty like, thirty three years. Yeah, like that. 
that's that's a legacy for a, a cinema. And the fact that like they didn't really do too many renovations to it; it just kind of kept the same way. Yeah, that was like the best part about it. So uh, obviously, I think one of the, oh, if my memory serves me correctly, I guess the old landmark cinemas downtown, the old Cinema Eight, would yeah. be like one of the last old school theaters mm-hmm. we got in the city. And don't get me wrong; I'm looking forward to the new one that's opening up at KPA. I mean, the movie watching experience is going to be incredible. Oh, better yeah. seats, better screen, better <laughs> sound, all that. And what what blows me away? I've been trying to find online pictures of what it looks like in there. Like, it's completely veiled. It, you well, can't find yeah. anything. So so I did walk up to it, and I took a video of what you could see inside just because I was so curious, but they have been so hush-hush on the new theater. Like, they have said nothing. They, they haven't even said when it's opening yet. So yeah. we did know, because of, like, movie licensing and stuff, it makes sense that the old one had to close before the new mm-hmm. one opened. Mm-hmm. But now mm-hmm. that the old one is closed and they're disassembling it, like, in the next few days, that's got to mean that this new one is right around the corner. Like, and and you walk by it, that new theater is completely done inside. They've got all the lights on. Like when you're driving by, you could see all the games like shining mm-hmm. through. It's beautiful, but still no word on when that new one's opening. So I'm knows? also curious to see what they're going to do with the existing space, what KP Mall mm-hmm. is going to do, because they could, you know, open up a slew of shops, kind of similar to what Polo Park did right. when they oh, got rid yeah. of. Uh, yeah. So they just kind of make that. Uh, you, know, you, you got uh, the tattoo shop there now. Yeah. You got the hairdressing shop. You got, you know, the shoe shop there. You got a, a whole bunch of great well, stuff. KP has had, uh, they announced a few years ago that they were, they really wanted to expand like the food court and they wanted to expand all that. Like it is, Kill Down and Play Small is like, it's, it's becoming a staple now. Like before, I think a lot of people used to just be like, no, we're not going to go there. We'll go to Polo or St. Patel. I think KP is very quickly becoming in the same realms of all the other malls well, because they've awesome. got everything. I love State and Maine. State yeah. and Maine's oh, a great spot. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's like one of my favorite restaurants. If you think about it though, too, think about how much that area in itself is expanding. So you, ha- there's a need to really vamp up that mall Ooh. so that residents aren't driving, you know, 30 minutes to Polo Park from there. Okay, wait, we're getting a bunch of text messages that I want to address here about all the different conversations we've had. So uh, Town 8 downtown is actually temporarily closed right now. Oh. So, uh-huh. yeah, I didn't know that. So that's, uh, we got a bunch of texts saying, so there's really no old school theaters, I guess, in Winnipeg right now. And then, oh, uh, Adam texted in saying, my company has done some work inside the new theater and it is really, really nice. And then Jordan did confirm my theory uh, that apparently is where the new food court is going, mm-hmm. Dave. So they're moving the new food court inside, maybe potentially where the old famous players was. I Brilliant. Two questions. Question one. When you say moving the new food court, does that mean that they're going to have two food courts? I don't know. I, I feel like they're probably going to, because that area right now is just like a big seating yeah. area. I could see yeah. them maybe continuing the food court in there or moving it all in no, there. I, 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 if I had to guess, I mean, not that I'm a civil engineer by any stretch, but the way the food court is, it almost seemed disjointed. Yeah, yeah. I would agree with I kinda that. Kind of like walk through it to get to other stores. So I think they would likely open that up for more retail space. Mm. But man, if they're going to use that whole area for food court, mm-hmm. uh, food court, Wow. Okay, so, yeah. So, no, I actually have... Okay, so I Googled their plans. So they have already posted all of their plans of what they're planning to do for Kill Down in Place, and they've done a majority of them already. So this was posted back in 2019, and this is when they announced that the new theater was coming, the grocery store was going to be added, which they've done both of those, taking over the old Sears, and then they're tearing down the old theater and then using that to expand the food court. That's what they're doing. I have my second question here, just because we mentioned Town 8. If I'm not mistaken, Town 8 downtown, that there used to be like a golden dragon or something from the ceiling, right? When you would walk up the stairs. Ooh. Oh, I don't. That's that's unlocking a whole new thing. I have a very vivid memory as a child seeing King Kong at that theater. 
And I remember seeing this big golden statue of sorts around the stairs area there. But I haven't been back since, so I haven't been able to confirm if that's where it was or not. Always drove me crazy that you had to to go all the way downstairs to use the restrooms there. Oh, my gosh, yes. Um, I'm curious to know if you have any memories from the famous players inside Kildonan Place. Swing us a text at 204-452-1061. Adam, actually, he said that his company was doing the work inside the new theater. He actually sent us some little sneak peek (gasps) photos on the text line. And one of them includes um, the giant life-size Luigi that you can win inside which huh. I already had heard about, which I will be going on opening day to win. Thank you very Come much. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. That's good. Yeah. So the uh, end of an era, I guess you could say. Totally. End of an era, because that's, you know, a lot of people have memories at that theater. Ah, so yeah. Out with the old, in with the new. I'm totally looking forward same, to the new theater. Same. It's going to sound great, look great. Yeah. yeah everything totally down. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Are you an advent calendar type of person? Remember getting those ones when you were a kid with chocolates? I swear, most people get one and you just kind of open every flap at once, especially when there's food in them and especially when it's a fun advent calendar that have products inside of them and stuff. But, uh, whew, yeah, they can be a flop. So Chanel, luxury brand, obviously, and they also have a beauty line and they released their advent calendar. It costs $3,000 and oh my god, I don't even how did they get away? It's so embarrassingly bad. So to start off, for three thousand dollars, it's only sample sizes. And don't get me wrong, Chanel is is definitely a more expensive beauty brand, but if you buy Chanel products at Sephora or something like that, it really isn't that much more expensive than other beauty brands and uh, not so expensive that for three thousand dollars only samples could be in it. And to point out just how bad it is. Day two has a mini bar of soap. Day four has a candle. And day six is the metal lid for the candle. Yeah, that is day six. It's like, here's a candle. You know what? You should have a lid for that. We're going to throw that in day six. It also came with a ton of perfumes, which is great, except for the fact that the fragrances in the calendar are the same ones and the same size that you get for free when you place an order on their website. I'm curious. Are you an advent calendar type of person? Is there a good one out there? I know there's a lot of like local breweries that do them and stuff. Give us a call on the loud line. 204-478-8040. This is the news feed. Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. The United States housed a very honorable guest recently, one who hasn't traveled for nearly a year. And Justin Bieber is selling something that is almost the definition of who he is, what that is, and the price tag coming up. With months-long shortages of children's medication affecting the entire country due to supply chain issues, it's unknown when it will bounce back. Despite Health Canada saying that they were working on it. And one question, Trudeau said he isn't sure if Canada should start producing these medications within the country or work on getting better and more reliable supply chains, citing budgeting and all of that uh, for the reason why there's a bit of a debate over the two. 
For the first time since the war started, Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky traveled outside of the country to visit none other than the United States of America to see Joe Biden. He was invited for an in-person meeting by Nancy Pelosi, as well as a joint session in Congress, where he received a standing ovation from the House before he spoke, as the war in Ukraine has now surpassed over 300 days. You could own Justin Bieber's entire music catalog. Yeah, you got that yummy, 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 yummy. Yeah, so it's unclear why he's willing to sell it, considering artists like Taylor Swift are working so hard to own their own music. Um, but for the price tag of roughly $200 million... Bieber's okay to part with it uh, if sold. Right now, Hip- Hypnosis Songs Capital is the current interested buyer. This would actually become the world's largest music rights buy in history. Hypnosis also bought Justin Timberlake's catalog earlier this year for about $100 million, so it's not something that they're unfamiliar with. And now, I do sports. Uh, I would like to thank both Mike Tagami and my brother Brett for helping me with this one. Last night saw three games in the NBA. The Raptors beat the Knicks one to thir- or sorry one thirteen to one oh six, knocking them off their eight game win streak. Pascal Siakam had himself a night. He racked up a career high fifty two points and added nine rebounds and seven assists. Raptors kicking up their first win on the road since November fourteenth. They'll look to add another as they head to Cleveland to face the Cavaliers tomorrow. The NHL had seven games. One to note was the 2-1 to overtime win for the Avalanche over Montreal, who just can't seem to catch a break, sitting towards the bottom of their division. Tough break for, for Paul Maurice as his Panthers last night. Uh, they fell 4-2 to the Devils. Winnipeg Jets, however, in a much better spot, currently holding second in the Central with the game against Bruins, sorry, with a game against the Bruins in Boston tonight. Puck drops after six. 6 p.m. if you're watching that. Week 16 in the NFL kicks off tonight thanks to Thursday Night Football. The Jaguars are against the New York Jets. Expect to see a competitive game as both teams are hungry to stay in the mix for the playoffs. Kickoff is at 7.15. Music news you can use with Dave Wheeler. For December 22nd, ETS's massive sold-out concert in Busan, South Korea in October will come to the big screen in February of next year with BTS yet to come in cinemas to be screened in movie theaters worldwide. The concert took place on October 15th in aid of Busan's World Expo 2030 bid and saw BTS perform Run BTS Live for the first time. The set list also included hits like Dynamite and Butter. BTS, yet to come, marks the fifth film the group have released in recent years. Burn the Stage, the movie, arrived in 2018 with Love Yourself and Soul and Bring the Soul, the movie, both released in 2019. Break the Silence, the movie, followed in 2020. The new film will screen in cinemas globally from February 1st for a limited time across more than 110 countries and territories. Tickets will go on sale January 10th of 2023. BTS's one-off Busan concert marked their final performance together for some time due to the members' mandatory military service. The group's oldest member, Jin, enlisted in the military as an active-duty soldier earlier this month. After all members fulfill their military duties, they are expected to be completely discharged from service and reconvene as a group by 2025. 
Gwen Stefani has discussed the possibility of a no-doubt reunion, saying that everyone's doing it at the moment. Last year, the band singer said she often thinks about the band coming back together and said she has no idea what the future holds for the group. Speaking in an interview, Stefani was asked about the odds of a future reunion, to which she replied, Anything can happen. I have no idea what's going to happen with No Doubt. We haven't really talked about doing anything, but it feels like everyone is, right? All the 90s people. Blink-182 did an eight-month tour that sold out in like five minutes. This coming summer, Stefani will play a series of outdoor UK headline concerts, including two opening shows for Pink in June. Sometimes we laugh, sometimes we cry, but I guess you know now. And finally, Drake's bad luck when it comes to betting has struck again. The Toronto rapper put down $1 million on the World Cup final between Argentina and France. Despite the fact that Drake bet on Argentina, the winning team, he lost the bet because the team needed to win in regulation time, not in penalty kicks. If not for a late goal by France to tie the game at three, Drake would have cashed $2.75 million on his $1 million bet. Drake has not had a lot of luck over the years, most recently betting on the Kentucky Derby with Jack Harlow and walking away empty-handed. Manchester City exited the Champions League after Drake posed with their player Sergio Aguero, while AS Roma even banned their players from taking photos with him in order to prevent devastating losses. FC Barcelona fell victim to the notorious Drake curse back in October when the rapper betted on them to win their game against Real Madrid. That's music news you can use for December 22nd, 2022. For more music news, subscribe to Music News You Can Use on your podcast app. I'm Dave Wheeler. Wheeler in the morning. Is Violent Night going to be on the long-term Christmas watch list moving forward? Yeah. Hmm. Yes, it is. Especially for, like, if you're looking for something that fits the squad or, like, I don't know, adults, yes. (laughs) It's, It's very much a Christmas movie. Like, it is a Christmas movie, but... I see. I thought it was like one of the best movies I saw in 2022. Like it was funny, but it was also very different. And uh, what's his name from Stranger Things um, that played David Santa? Arbor. Did such a fantastic job. Like truly, it was it was really good. Like I I want to go see it again in theater. Well, keep in mind, John Leguizamo, uh, who is the uh, the bad guy in that movie, is yeah. also kids a sloth from Ice Age. No, what? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. No, it huh. was it was fantastic. If you were and also just I love that it was filmed in Winnipeg. Like that. Yeah. I don't know. I will support any movie that was filmed in Winnipeg. It's just cool. I also have a hard time believing you because you're also adding Lindsay Lohan's falling in love with Christmas on that falling list. Falling for, for Christmas. Christmas. Did you even watch it yet? No. Dave, uh, it's so good. So- I have not watched a single Christmas movie yet this year. I have to watch what? Elf. I have to watch Elf what? and National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation first. Then I may well, get into it's some other December eighth. Get, get on, on it. it. Oh, this weekend, don't worry. Okay. Don't worry. All right. Well, on November fifteenth, we announced that I was going to try and do fifty Christmas movies in forty days. I'm happy to announce I'm at forty five already. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Go through the list. What have you watched? Uh, go through all of them. Yeah. Did you watch Gremlins yet? Yes. Good. Yes. Yes. Um, okay. So, I, is, you want to go through all forty-five? No. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. No. Okay. All right. No. Um, no, no. 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 We're gonna do it. 
it, it, Dave wants it, so we're going to do it. Um, I did watch Edward Scissor's ha- Scissor Hands. It wasn't my favorite. What? A Bad Mom's Christmas, a Charlie Brown Christmas, the original Grinch, Jingle All the Way was fantastic. All of the other reindeer, meh. Christmas and Evergreen, meh. Holiday, great. The Christmas Chronicles, meh. The Polar Express, very meh. Mm. Love. What do you mean, very meh? That's that a great is, no, movie. No, it's not. Meh. Holiday and Handcuffs, good. Holiday Rush, meh. The Santa Claus, good. Single All the Way, relatable. <laughs> National, Lamp- <laughs> National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, classic. Frosty the Snowman, meh. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, good. Bad Santa, great. Gremlins, meh. What? Four Christmases, meh. Krampus, great. Christmas Under Wraps, good. The uh, Christmas Prince, uh, oh no, meh. Ugh, no, bad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's what, the Christmas Sister Swap was okay. Last Christmas was fine. The night before was fine. Office Christmas Party was fantastic. Deck the Halls, good. Jingle All the Way. Yeah, we did that. Merry and Bright. Love, of course. <sighs> One winter proposal, two turtle doves, Oh, and keep in mind, all these ones that I'm reading now are the ones that were filmed in Winnipeg. A Dream of Christmas, very good. Christmas Connection, great. A Shoe Addicts Christmas, it was weird. Uh, Love Strikes Twice, fine. Uh, the Beethoven's Christmas Adventure was just... I don't know. I had to stream it on some weird site. I don't know if I got a bad edition, but it was weird. And then Violent Night, which was fantastic. It's in theaters. Go see it at Landmark. The Nightmare Before Christmas... Overhyped, 8-Bit Christmas, fantastic if you're a nerd. Lindsay Lohan's Falling for Christmas, the best one on the list. Ended up watching Iron Man 3 and Die Hard. As Dave said, those are Christmas movies. And the five I have left are the five I want to watch when I'm at home in Swan River. And that's Elf, Noel, Home Alone 1, Home Alone 2, and Home Alone 3. I have not heard you say once, Love Actually. Is that a Christmas movie? Oh, yeah. 100% it's a Christmas movie. I don't know. I've never seen it. I've oh, never seen it. Put it on your list. Put it on your list. Okay. I mean, at this yeah. point, I feel like I'm watching more than 50 before Christmas. Like, the challenge, I was at 50 Christmas movies in 40 days actually ended up being a little too easy for me. So, well, What were the ones that you said you wanted to watch in Swan? Uh, I want to watch All the Home Alones, 1, 2, and 3, Noel, which is on Disney+, Plus, and then, of course, Elf, because that's a classic. And the reason why I'm saving that is my mom always wants to watch those, so I didn't want to watch those without her. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. But love actually. Yeah. Jasmine, okay. concur? Yeah, I would concur. It's a Christmas movie? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. It's dude, and it's yeah. it's good. It's like I think you would enjoy it. Will I cry? Oh yeah. yeah okay. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> well, I cried at Lindsay Lohan's falling for Christmas, so <laughs> you'll you'll yeah, yes. love it. You, now, do you do you understand what they do over in the UK as far as uh, the the number one Christmas song? Uh, no. like, like, okay, there's a big competition everywhere to see who's going to get the number one spot. Oh, I remember this when Ed Sheeran dropped that Christmas song, and he was fighting for that spot in the UK. Right? Yes. Right. It's a big deal over in London, and you kind of gotta yeah, you, you hang your hat on that uh, as as an artist. And there's. There's even punk artists that'll come out and try and hit the top of the list and get their fan base going. Like, it's a huge deal over there. I love that. So, Love Actually actually plays on that theme. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So, it's set in the UK. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm down. Who's in it? Do we know? Uh, okay, do you remember the main character from the first few seasons of um, of Walking Dead? Uh, Uh, Yeah. Hugh Grant. Okay. You remember? Yeah. Okay. Kira Knightley. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Wow. I'm shocked. Liam Liam Neeson's in it, too, right? Yeah. I will find you. And we will have a great Christmas. I will find yeah. you, and we will eat mashed potatoes. Uh, so, uh, TJ texted in, please watch The Family Stone, Tyler. It's really good. Add it to your list. Uh, Kelly said, love actually will take top place over Falling for Christmas. Yeah, I think it might. Ooh. Yeah. 
Okay, okay. But yeah, yeah. I, it was a fun little challenge, honestly. I was I was shocked how fast I was able to finish it. But keep in mind, some of these Christmas movies are like 40 minutes long. So I was able to like go through three of them sometimes in one night. Right. So Yeah, it, those those claymation ones and the Charlie Browns that you mentioned, those are yeah. easy. Oh, they're so easy. But yeah, honestly, all the ones that were filmed in Winnipeg, I was shocked. Like, And, and not that I thought that they were going to be like bad, but sometimes you think of those Hallmark ones and they're not so good. They actually really stood up. And there were a couple times where I noticed I was like, oh my gosh, that's the exchange. Oh my gosh, that's over here. Oh my gosh, that's the park downtown. So it was really cool to see that. And I noticed two people that looked quite familiar to me oh, as extras fun. in the background. So that was also fun, just being like, when you got to the Winnipeg ones, you're like, ooh, who am I going to see? What am I going to see? And yeah, you could see quite a bit of Winnipeg. Well, it's funny you say that because when I went and saw Bros, uh, which is the uh, Billy Eichner movie, yeah, yeah. Uh, his love interest in that movie, I'm like, why does that guy look so familiar? And I checked out his IMDb list and all he had done was Hallmark movies. And I thought, I've never seen those movies, but it's likely that I probably saw him somewhere here in Winnipeg. 100%. Literally 100%. I can't remember where it is right now. I think it's in the exchange. They've made it into a little New York for a movie right now. So they've got like old school cabs and stuff set up downtown mm. and all of that. So that's going on right now. They're filming a movie right now in Winnipeg. So, yeah, cool. amazing. Call 204-478-8040. 204-478-8040. We learn the morning. Weekdays on Energy 106. Good morning. Jasmine, you are doing a great job all oh, by yourself. Thanks. I'm so sorry that I couldn't come and co-host with you like I have done in the past with Tyler. But I know you're going to just make it just fine for the next couple of days. And you'll always have my voice on the loud line. Perfect. And without further ado, there's two more days left of my crazy song. On the 11th day of Christmas, my energy crew brought to me 11 conspiracy theories, <laughs> 10 games to win fabulous prizes, 9 visits from Tina, that's Tyler's alter ego, eight cups of detergent to watch the shark blanket, which I did, seven hours of Gaga songs, six gripes from Jasmine about the movie Maverick, five energy jet vacations, four complaints from Sleepy Joe, three wake up crew acknowledgements, two millennial power outages, and a Mariah Carey song. For me, I hope you enjoyed <laughs> the eleventh days of Christmas and have a cold and frosty Thursday. Anyways, have a great day. Hugs and kisses. Well, thank you, Martha. Actually, uh, on the conspiracy theory note, we have another one coming up in Wait What. If you want to stay tuned for that and you can give your thoughts. And it seems like today is very much uh, everybody's in the holiday spirit. So we also got this call. I'm. Dreaming of a white Christmas Just like the ones I used to know Where the tree tops glisten And children listen To hear sleigh bells in the snow Merry Christmas, everybody. Hope you all have happy holidays. Remember, tell everybody you love them, stay warm, and, uh, yeah, leave out some eggnog and cookies for Santa. Not the, not the special cookies like they did on Halloween as bad. That's regular. All right. Love you.
Bye. Love you, too. Thank you so much for calling. And, of course, you can call the loud line about quite literally anything on your mind. Here's the number. I know better than anyone uh, that... Uh Everyone's tightening the the belt a little bit. Mm-hmm. Everyone's uh, you know wallet's a little bit emptier. The purse isn't quite as heavy as it used to be. Um, I was reading a report the other day that food is up eight percent, housing is up twelve percent, and energy costs are up eighteen percent. Wow! Uh, so like yeah, what? It's how it ain't easy. <laughs> but you know what? Loblaws is not changing <laughs> their prices on no name until January 31st, so we are saved. <laughs> it was uh, interesting on that note. I was at my girlfriend's house yesterday, and she was going through some of her bills and just writing out her budget. And the increase, everything that she pays on in her home has increased by at least $20 or more a month. It's just wild. Uh, we got a few text messages. Does it matter how much we donate? No. no. Just make a donation no. and we'll put your name in the draw again. You have yep. eight minutes to go. Eight minutes. Now, uh, my wife and I, as you, as you guys know, uh, are homeschooling our kids and, mm-hmm. uh, really been enjoying the trials and tribulations and the, um, just the progress we're seeing. Like it's really interesting. And we decided to do one yesterday. We have some, uh, some family friends who are, Going through a bit of a, a tough time, tougher than tougher than most, uh, with uh, job loss and whatnot. And um, the boys said we would like to exercise karma. We said, okay, explain that to us. They said, well, you told us that you know if you do good things, good things will happen to you. If you do bad things, bad things will happen to you. So they both went and gathered some of the toys that they don't necessarily oh, uh, play with anymore, and said, can we give these to? them and my wife and i were just like wow we're doing something right we're doing something right yeah if that's not validation on your parenting i don't know what is now keep in mind they also understand how karma works and we're like guys you know this is this is really heartwarming right this this, this is really good and they said yeah we also want santa to know that we have more room for toys (laughs) (laughs) there's there's always there's always uh there's always something going on in the back of the head which i appreciate this is the news feed wheeler in the morning with jasmine lane and tyler carr This is a prime example of why it's important to jump on something before it loses steam. And one celeb family went so above and beyond this holiday season, it is sure to melt your heart. First, now that they've been discontinued, bugles are a hot commodity in the province. A man got a $500 bid in Manitoba to sell his two bags of chips. That probably cost him a few dollars. Bugles and Uncle raised potato chips. He's auctioning them off and the proceeds will be donated to two food banks of the buyer's choice. Looks like the long-teased Kid Cudi and Travis Scott collab isn't actually going to happen. Yeah, so uh, it was first teased about two years ago, and after the track, it was, so it was for the Fortnite track, yeah, uh, that Travis Scott had done, and that song became Cuddy's first number one hit single, but according to him now, the moment has passed, and uh, he's just no longer interested. He didn't say that he would never collab with Travis Scott again, he just said for this particular version... It's two years ago, man. I've, I've moved on. Say what you want about the Kardashians, but this holiday season, they really went above and beyond 
for moms in need. Residents of Alexandria House in L.A., which is a safe house for women and children, got a surprise visit by the Kardashians, and they were absolutely spoiled for the holidays. The girls brought their glam squads, so everyone who wanted to get a makeover could. Uh, they also had two sh- the two shelter homes decorated to the max. They had professional portrait sessions for the moms and their children by two famous celebrity photographers. They were given a, an abundance of physical gifts from things they need to things they wanted but couldn't afford, valued at about $5,000 per family and had a massive holiday holiday haha holiday had a massive holiday feast to boot and it doesn't start stop there the kardashians also gave them an over 1 million dollar donation to the shelter so i have a very quick little predicament i'm in <clears throat> and you may have experienced this too cuz i know that they've been door knocking so last night this is honestly such a an awkward situation but i'm sitting on my couch, I'm in my gitch, I'm watching Violent Night, and because it's on streaming services now, FYI, um, and all of a sudden, in the darkness, I see a person in my window, and I normally have my window blinds closed, but my dog was looking out the window, so she'd kind of open them, and I didn't really pay attention to it, and he just waved at me, and I was like... Oh, uh, and so I like grab my blanket really quick and I'm assuming it's like an Amazon package delivery or something. And so I quickly run into the other room, you know, put on a pair of shorts and I go to the door and it was a man who was collecting donations for the Red Cross. And honestly, he was so lovely, but I overheard him and, you know, I have the loud movie going on in the background. My dog's barking. He's talking and I'm trying to pay attention. And he I had heard him say for a dollar, like a donation of a dollar. And I was like, oh, yeah, absolutely, a dollar. I can give you a donation for a dollar. So I invited him inside because it was freezing last night and I felt really bad that he was just sitting out there. So I'm like, just come in and hold on, I'll grab my wallet and I go get my wallet and I'm trying to give him a, a dollar. And then it occurs to me that it's a dollar a day and I have to sign up through my credit card. But at this point, I'm already in too deep because I invited him into my home. And it's, everything about this situation is so chaotic and awkward. Like, Steven's in the shower, and he's going to come out and hear somebody at the door. And I'm like, is he going to walk out in a towel? Oh, that'd be so inappropriate. And I end up talking to this guy, and he's like, yeah, it's a dollar a day, $35. Can you give a donation to the United Way? And I'm like, uh, yeah, will you take cash? He says, no, it has to be credit. I'm like... Ah, okay. So I, I uncomfortably like grabbed my wallet, even though I really didn't want to, but I felt awkward at this point. And, uh, I ended up giving him a donation. And they, so what happens when you donate to them is they, they call you and they're like, you know, this is a recurring thing. And he's right in front of me. So I can't be like, I'm not interested. I felt too awkward. So I ended up just giving this donation. It's 35 bucks a month, which isn't huge. And also the Red Cross does so much stuff. There's so much funding of theirs too that's being cut off right away. Uh, for swim centers and stuff in the city. So it is meaningful, but I really want to cancel it because um, I thought it was a dollar and then it ended up being $35 every month. And I know you get a tax receipt and I know it's good, but like, you know, I got Christmas presents to buy. So I'm a, I'm a little undecided how to go about this now because I feel bad. Like, is it going to look bad on his on his thing if I call today and cancel it? I don't know. I'd feel weird about it. I feel weird about it. Have you had anybody coming to your door to get donations this holiday season? And have you been in a predicament like that and ended up giving a donation that you maybe didn't want to? I'm very curious on A, what I should do next and B, 
how do I get out of this? You can uh, call the loud line 204-478-8040 with your advice or stories. Or you can also send me a text 204-452-1061. Wait. What? Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Ah, do you still believe the fan theory? So there's a growing conspiracy right now that Britney Spears is no longer with us and that her social media content is green screened. There are some very odd videos out there that her husband has posted where it kind of looks like Britney's a robot. It kind of looks like it's green screened. I don't know. It's it's very confusing. And a lot of people are speculating that it's possible she got out of this conservatorship and then she marries Sam. And now maybe it's kind of a similar controlling situation where Britney's only posting old photos on Instagram and she's, you know, all of her captions and stuff aren't actually from her. So after last week... Britney said that she was going to New York and then she didn't. And shortly after both of her parents showed up in Los Angeles, super out of the blue, and people were absolutely convinced that something had happened to Britney. But apparently, no, Britney's still fine and well. She lied about going to New York so that she and her husband could have a nice vacation in Mexico, which we've seen no photos of. Um, and they wanted to throw off the paparazzi, which is why they said they were going to be in New York. And apparently her family came to town to see a Christmas concert that Britney's brother Ryan's daughter was in. So her niece. Having said that, though, because it's, it's kind of like, OK, yeah, that's a good explanation. That makes sense. That info did not come from Britney herself either. There's been no information coming from Britney herself. So I don't know. What do you think? Do you think something really bad is going on? Do you think it's all real and we just need to butt out of her life already? Text 204-452-1061. Maybe we can dive into this conspiracy a little bit more. Well, now I don't even want to tell this story if we're doing a haha moment because this is more of a oh that's kind of like it's more feel good actually but during the Christmas season I don't know if you feel this way Dave but like definitely you see people that are happy for the holidays neutral about the holidays and then sometimes there are people that are obviously really sad around the holidays maybe because they've lost somebody near and dear to their heart recently and you know it's going to be a different Christmas because they're not around and over the last two years that's we've kind of felt that in my family with the passing of my grandpa you know typically my grandma and grandpa would come over we would have a board games night on um, Christmas Eve and then they would still come over for dinner on Christmas we would all hang out and it was very special it was always my family plus grandma and grandpa. And obviously this year, it's just going to be grandma. And so it's feeling a little different. I feel for my mom in this too, specifically. And I try and, you know, you know, slide myself in, you know, when she's feeling sad and it's like try and bring her back up for the holiday season because I still want it to be a special time for her. But you want me, uh, you want me to make your mouth feel better? No, don't make it weird. Okay. Don't make it weird. All right. um, they actually, something really special happened last night and I really wanted to share it with you because I think it's just, I don't know, it's just... In a weird way, I hope that if you're struggling in some way that you can find a little bit of peace with this as well, because I think sometimes we forget that there are so many good memories attached to ones that have passed. And sometimes we really just hold on to the fact that they have passed, right? Like for me, I like to remember the good memories of my grandpa, like what we used to do. We used to watch Mr. Bean at Christmas and bring those back <laughs> because that to me is funny. And I like that. And it makes me smile rather than the whole thought of him Hello. 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 By the way, have you seen Man vs. B? Yeah, it's so good. It is actually quite funny. It's on Netflix, by the way. But yesterday, my dad sent me some photos, and I didn't really know that this was happening, and I didn't really know that it was going to be completed 
by Christmas, and it's so special to me. So it took them. I took them hours. Like I'm telling you, hours upon hours. My dad, my uncle Darren, my um, uh, my uncle as well. Oh my gosh, just so many family members just came over to do this, and uh, it's it's beautiful. It's I'm looking at it right now, but the pool table that used to be in the house that my grandma and grandpa lived in. Obviously, my grandma sold that because my grandpa passed and she doesn't need this big house. But they transferred the entire pool table over to my parents' house and they wanted to get it built before Christmas. And this is my grandpa's like fully customized pool table that he's had forever and ever and ever. And they fully built it in the basement to have it ready for Christmas. So all Question. The- yes, Question. yes, yes. For, for the sake of painting a picture, yes. is it a uh, like a snooker table or is it more of like a Bar bar size I'm gonna, pool table. I'm going to send you this on your so you can open it up right now, so then you can see and you can do a better job of of, of explaining what type of a pool table this is because I don't know nothing about pool. There you go. I just sent it to you on WhatsApp. Go look and then you can explain. Um, but it took them hours to build this, and the fact that it's now at my parents' place, it just it, it made me really happy for Christmas, and I'm I'm sure that it's going to be emotional for my mom to see it in the basement. But also, it's just going to be nice that all the family can come over and kind of live through his memory with this pool table. And I don't know, it just felt really sweet to see these pictures pop up yesterday for the record that is a beautiful table i know really beautiful table i know that is a that is a billiards table is not a snooker uh table which works out perfectly for the size of that room that you put it in yeah like my uncle don my uh, uncle darren and my dad and a couple other people were over yesterday like dave they they worked on this thing for hours to build it because they had to fully dismantle it in order for them to uh get it up and and do this again i'm actually going to send you also so you can see here so uh, the uh, the chalkboard in the back which i think is cool so you got snooker balls as well which is cool but it says I love you, Grandpa Shaylin. I know. So they, 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 they literally kept the message on there as they moved it over from my sister that wrote on there as well. So it's just, it was really special and it was a reminder to me around the holidays. It can be tough. I, I totally understand that. But also like those memories of like, oh, what you used to do with somebody that maybe passed, you got to hold on to those, especially during the holidays. So, hang on a second. You, you grew up with a pool table in your family yeah. and you can't shoot pool. No, I, I try and shoot pool. I'm not good at it. But yeah, my grandpa and I used to play games all the time, especially with my dad, too. I'm not good at it. I don't know why. But yeah, now I'm going to have to be good at it. It's weird. I hear you play pocket pool pretty well. Wow. (laughs) We're back to being edgy. Hey, 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 that's your cue. Wow. Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. All Mm -hmm. right. But yeah, there you go. (laughs) Tried to be a little sentimental. There you go. No, that's awesome, man. That's really cool. Are you going to post those so people can see them? Yeah, I really want to post it. I'm going to post one of them on social media for sure. You can go check it out at Energy 106 FM. But just, I I don't know. It was just a kind of a weird reminder in my brain. Just like, hold on to those really special memories with loved ones, especially if they have passed. And it's a hard holiday season for you. There you go. There you go. Merry Christmas. Uh, we've got passes to give away right now. This is going to look really good inside of a uh, stocking stuffer of a loved one or maybe even yours. You want to treat yourself? Treat yourself. And you can get yourself two passes right now to Thermea at 204-452-1061. I haven't played this one in a while. You ready? Uh-oh. What is it? Um. Ah. Uh, oh, oh, no. Okay. You're going to have to do a full refresher. How does this work? All right. Work? Here's the deal. We're going to put 30 seconds on the clock. We are going to give you a topic. You have to talk about said topic for 30 seconds on the phone Mm -hmm. without saying simple, basic, transitional phrases and words that we use in the English language. Like, um, so I was, uh, and, uh, oh, and, um, uh, and, uh, oh, uh, um, you can't say, um, ah, or oh. Inside of 30 seconds on whatever topic we give you at 
1061. Accomplish this feat. Two passes to Thermea for you. What's your name on the phone? Jarek. 30 seconds on the clock. Talk about the World Cup. Go. Uh, the World Cup. Ah, uh, see, you started no! off with a no! no! You started, you started off with a no! No, no, no. I love you, but I got to hang up on you. High Energy 106, who this? This is Chief. Do you want to give him a topic? Hello? Hi. Yeah, Hi. we rotate, so. Oh, oh. So, so my turn? Sure. Yeah. Okay, uh, you have 30 seconds on the clock. I'm going to count you down. Talk about our morning show on Energy 106. Three, two, one, go. So every morning, as I drive to work with my wife, I like to listen to Energy 106. It's hosted by Jasmine Lane, Tyler Carr, and Dave Wheeler. They like to make jokes. They like to tell stories. As I listen every single day, come up around 9.30, 9.45, they say, hey, what have you learned today on the show? And every single day I like to think, what did I learn? I think, I think, I think about texting in, but I never do. But every single day I do learn something listening to you guys. Like, well, you, you don't have to text in because you called it and won. Yeah! Congratulations, you're going to Thermia! This is the news feed. Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Lil Wayne, he uh, he got sued for being a bad boss. Find out what he did. Let me know if it's justified and uh, more details about the boys spinoff in just a few. A reminder of the foods that have increased in price with uh, rising inflation. Something to budget for. The biggest ones here, some of these honestly are pretty crazy. Um, Edible fats and oils, those are up 26% right now. Non-alcoholic beverages are up 19.4%. And coffee and tea have risen by 16.8%. So Lil Wayne is getting sued by a former employee of his. The reason for the $500,000 sue. So apparently he had this this chef who worked for Wayne for about two years. uh, All hours on the clock traveled all over the world with him and was abruptly fired after she experienced an urgent family matter that involved her son and couldn't cook for Lil Wayne that day on short notice. And apparently there's some text exchanges that have been shared online. Uh, He had asked her if she was quitting and she's like, no, 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 I'm not quitting at all. My son is hurt. He's in the hospital. I I have to go see my son. And then he proceeded to fire her after she told him that she was going to be back in a few more days. Now, it's not legal to fire someone for needing a day off so now she's seeking justice seeking $500,000 from him some more details about the boys spinoff Gen V are out and creators confirm it's going to be even gorier and at times more disturbing than the hit series it originated from welcome to Godolkin University it's a safe space for you to thrive Uh, It's also been confirmed that to make sure it's tied to the boys perfectly, there will be plenty of appearances from the show's original superheroes, and it's also going to follow the same timeline as the original. And I'm actually joined by a very special guest, my co-host. Thank you so much for coming on such short notice. No, I heard you were alone, and I was like, someone needs to be there to sit in the chair. I needed it. I needed that on It's Lonely in here. Uh, We have Michael Palasek. He's performing at Rumors Comedy Club. Uh, You can actually see him tomorrow night at the 10 p.m. show. So firstly, thank you for being here. Of course. And uh, secondly, we have to ask, um, how much trouble are you in right now? How much trouble am I in? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Because, you know... 
holiday weekend. Yeah. Spending it in Winnipeg. Working. <laughs> Didn't Tom Brady and Giselle just get a divorce over that? <laughs> I, I, uh, I've already gone through that part. So this is for oh, the fun for me. <laughs> okay, perfect. Perfect. Are you actually going home for the holidays, really? My, my son's with his grand, my, my parents right now. Okay. And they're in Chicago, so I dropped them off. And he does, he's four, so he doesn't know how long four days is. So he was like, oh, you're coming back tomorrow. I was like, no, 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 no. You're like, yeah, yeah sure. I'll be home. I'll be here when Chris when Santa's here that's okay okay so that's a tight turnaround for you so you're performing rumors and then heading right out flying home. out on the 6 a.m. you know whatever. I gotta ask you because I got in trouble for this the other day with my brother so um, my brother and sister both have newborns they were born a month apart no idea how they timed that what a nightmare um, it, Christmas is officially very expensive now yeah but with you as well yeah. having a, you have one 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 four-year-old okay so yeah. when your four-year-old was let's say a four-month-old yeah did people buy them gifts so I didn't uh, well I mean, I mean you I got gave him like them one life. thing exactly <laughs> I got him like one thing he was born right before Christmas so it wasn't like there was a lot we didn't know his interests yet you know um, <laughs> but yeah everybody sends him something for Christmas but you don't have to I feel like like my brother was over the other day and he said and my brother's very direct and he's like so what'd you get Mason for Christmas and I was like <laughs> nothing yeah and he's and he was upset. He's like, "You're not gonna get the baby something for Christmas." And I'm like, "No, I thought I was just gonna give you guys something." Yeah, is this first Christmas you're getting nothing? What am I gonna get him? Yeah, what? Yeah, do a towel? There you go. When my nephew was really young, I got him those little stackable ring things with different colors. And my sister in law texted me. She's like, "Oh, he loves it so much. He uses them to crawl on the hardwood floor." I'm like, well, oh. he, "He's using it wrong. <laughs> you should read him the instructions. It's to learn colors and shapes." Yeah, well, you know, that's we all have different priorities. <laughs> so with this being a nice little Christmas show for you. Yeah. Um, might not be a bad idea to lift your spirits to go and see Michael Palasek at Rumors Comedy yeah. Club before you have to spend the weekend with the in-laws, I guess. Um, do you have anything special Christmassy planned? For the show? Yeah. I do talk about Christmas and my experience with Christmas. And like, I just think as a kid, it's just way easier to like participate in Christmas because you don't have to get anybody anything. Yeah. And then you, when someone asks you what you want, you have like a thousand things. That's so true. But as an adult now, when it comes, when someone asks me what I want for Christmas, it's just like my parents will be like, you got to make a list. Or we're like, well, now I got to Google stuff and just hope, you know, yeah. <laughs> like I have a credit card, which is a lot like Santa, but it's way more black and white. It's like, yeah. yes or no. Santa's like, you better not cry ever. Okay. Just shut down one of those emotions. That's not healthy. I know that now as an adult. Oh, yeah, that's the worst when people will be like, especially like grownups too, yeah. be like, oh, so what do you want for Christmas? Exactly. And I'm expecting them to be like, I don't know, some cookies. And yeah. it's like a new Dyson. Yeah. Like, what? My brother asked for things that don't even exist yet. He's like, I want tickets to an Alabama SEC game that's like really good. I'm like, the schedules aren't even out yet. That's not, I'll, I'm not, I can't even buy that if I had the money. <laughs> oh, gosh. I do have one uh, last question here before yeah. we let, uh, let people win tickets to your show. So you have this really hilarious bit I thought at least uh, about, well, right. uh, <laughs> about saying I love you too soon uh -huh. and it kind of got my brain thinking especially around this time of the year with holiday proposals yeah. and, and people you know it's cuffing season you want to lock down <laughs> right now do you have any advice for people that are in that mindset because the holidays are lonely at the moment <laughs> well I would say uh, if if you are lonely you should know that uh, you are happier than maybe a lot of people that are together uh, <laughs> 
And if you're not lonely, be grateful for that person. Like, you're right, though. If you want to get out, you got to get out before Thanksgiving. And now That's you're so in, true. in until after Valentine's Day. Yeah. And, well, uh, and Easter, you're until after Easter, probably, with family it, gatherings. Depending upon the religion, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think I think just be grateful for who you are and know that that person's the good person for now. And uh, maybe you'll grow together. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you won't. Maybe you'll receive a nice Christmas Eve be breakup. Way more positive. It's okay. It's okay. So if you want to see Michael Palasek, he's going to be at Rumors Comedy Club this Friday, tomorrow night, 10 p.m. Uh, if you want to win tickets to go and see that, get yourself on the guest list. All you got to do is text your first and last name to 204-452-1061. I just kicked something. You probably heard that through the microphone. Um, anyway, thank you for being my co-host. For sure. I, I, it was a, my honor. It was oh, an honor. Beautiful. Beautiful. Okay. <laughs> Text in. First and last name. Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr is an Evanoff Communications production. Any reproduction of this show without written consent is strictly prohibited. Wheeler in the Morning is produced by Tyler Carr and executive produced by Adam West. Wheeler in the Morning is broadcasting on Treaty One Land, traditional territory of the Anishinaabe, Cree, OG Cree, Dakota, and Denny peoples, and on the homeland of the Metis Nation.